how the amazing universe always works we are going to change up our intro and at first i wasn't sure and then i was like you know what wait a minute let me go revisit the i am an expanding consciousness intro and just hearing the first couple minutes i'm like okay yes it is time for an update especially with all the new episodes that you'll be hearing and the integration of trauma-informed and somatic-informed as well as the somatic experiencing-informed, upcoming mindsight, so all of the lovely addition to our human elements. The intro, this one's going to be kind of short and uh, I'll revisit them probably according to when time will ask me for a new one again. (laughs) So in the meantime, anybody who's new, welcome. You can find in really the description of all of the podcasts, uh, since they're standard, a good explanation of what uh, we're all about. And so I'm just going to break it down. We're Enlightenment Soul Age Group, and so people who are in their 5D, self-empowered, enlightened state of consciousness. And what this means in human terms is people who are functional adults, they are differentiated selves, so differentiated self you can find that in uh, family of origin therapy stuff and we also have mindfulness brain and mindsight brain so we are able to use our lovely brain in a neuroplastic way and just using words to describe concepts that my regular listeners know about but that anybody who wants to tune in you know uh, you would want to know about otherwise you can't follow the conversations also enlightenment soul age group people are in their ventral vagal system so we are always uh, safe and social with humanity in fact we love humanity and life to death the death of us in fact we're all still breathing for now right until i wake up tomorrow i'm still breathing and we don't suffer Uh, we actually experience emotional pain uh, in its natural form allowing it to flow and do its thing and we don't sit and create stories there's a way that i can explain this by the way it's uh, always neuroscience psychoeducation and we only have love cycles but i do look at those who might have shame cycles because i know that everyone is always going to be looking to expand so there are people who will choose to move out of 3d 4d and or other soul age groups and so they will begin to be able and see wait a minute my body heart and mind they speak something and i actually want to listen to it i want to be the grown-up version of myself so taking those emotions and saying you know i'm going to pay attention to what i think and feel and i will be able to move forward with respecting others by being able to be equanimous because see when you are a functional adult it means you're forgiving and nuanced because you're using again your mindfulness brain and i forgot you're in a state of physiological compassion so you're actually able to sit in your psychological floor it's called a neocortex it has six neurons two for the here and now do for the implicit memory stuff that every human being body holds and it goes all the way back to Fashis. thank you dan siegel for that explanation they meet in the middle where there's other two neurons which creates our subjective reality so everybody's emotions are based for our own self-survival but it comes and begins since we're little so again when you are in the enlightenment soul age group you're actually aware when the implicit memory stuff is coming up and you're able to sit in this zero place and understand oh wait these are my emotions and to talk about them 
and in every one of our episodes we look at different things twin flames soulmates oversoul because i am a person who's also in that community of the mystics mystical esotericism metaphysics so besides the human elements and all the spirituality with Sadhguru, lovely yogic sciences he's the one who i learned from like because in our engineering course and i also did shambhavi kriya and i'm doing another thing with him so i listen to him when it comes to spirituality he's my guru of choice and uh, the other subject matter experts i name as i as it goes but um long story short we're in a physiological state of compassion so we know how to be able and sit with a orange and apple and actually enjoy our conversations you get to learn about this and more from both a perspective of again mystic as well as a person it's the infinite higher human consciousness expression potential etc etc that's why inner growth is only what comes forth and we don't have regret we don't have any of that uh, we don't suffer again we don't sit in our temporal junction and so explain all of these things and more through our topics there's also subscription-based model content for those who want to learn to put into practice because there's some episodes that are for practice and then there's also the lightworkers life that's where i share my personal clear stories and relate it to you from an enlightenment soul age group perspective we do have i'm consciousness expanding consciousness but i evaluate month to month we have at least one episode you can sign up it's uh, five or six dollars in dollars euros would be probably not more than six euros and in other currency i'm not sure what that would be but meantime thank you for tuning into the intro and i hope you stay for the episode and if not thank you for stopping by and i share with you my unconditional love and uh, wish you the best you might be wondering why it is a celebratory day for my lovely regular listeners as i shared with you time i changed up what we had for today so you'll actually hear i think it's in a twin flame soulmates where i say i'm i'm officially actually 43 that that one was going to go out on the 30th but i switched it up because of it having actually a lot more of the channel guidance message for this day even though you know when i do recordings i don't actually listen to them again and i don't uh try to keep track of everything because it's a conversation that we have it's educational for those who pursue personal development and the people who are either in or want to be in this enlightenment so age group you know stuff like that so we're building in a community of five years <laughs> if that was not clear already but um part that it helps people is like a fact <laughs> for me with everything that i'm learning from the psychoeducators but it's also a fact that free will is uh what plays a role in this besides the uh, ability for people to actually connect with being a person so i say fact with a lot of just silliness because here's where everybody can think and feel and they will whatever they want that's their free will but for those who are going to be in that 5d self-empowered enlightened state of consciousness and an enlightenment soul age group that's the community that i know that i'm talking to and or will interact with and some people will not be in that enlightenment soul age group there's plenty but they definitely have the ability to be um, mature adults emotionally speaking 
so learning how to work with their shape cycle all on their own and not presenting them uh, in conversations Uh, that's the beauty of people who grow up they know how to work with their bubble and uh, on that note i chose to do a special even though i wasn't going to because uh, something came up that i forgot to share when you're in this ability not an ability but uh, for some that apparently aren't successful in being able to be mindful of their own self their own bubble and this is where when we say we're connected to full pure consciousness uh, what it means is you're aware of your own bubble guys and gals and so we don't need a sad guru we don't need any spirituality uh, that's like another one of those actual data points that the only people who will say no to are the same ones who are in fact in a masculine predominant energy it's a charged state and what i'm going to call it is it's uh, the social oriented emotion of shame because they're using their own ideologies and beliefs their bubble to taint and this is where i'll use me as a kid and and an example is is you know so today is a celebratory day because it's my birthday i get to celebrate another year of life and we get to hear from Sadhguru this whole thing about, you know, I have to laugh when I've seen him share what he shares about how to become, I don't remember if the word's invincible or whatever word, you know, I get it because I know people who are wearing, you know, enlightenment, like this little badge of honor. <laughs> it's hilarious to me. Uh, and I mean it in a way that inside I laugh because it's like, yeah, you're not even halfway there yet, but hey, you know, keep on doing it because I'm sure maybe you'll get there by the end. And, and even if you don't, you won't know it any different because your body actually is where it begins. And it's all about that nervous system that, you know, people still are waiting for the full proof of the ventral vagal system. So I actually don't laugh because it's funny. I laugh because I know every human at some point will be able to be in this state, which is a beautiful thing for them. And so, yeah, enlightenment is not some badge and it doesn't even have to equal you having clears or not. I mean, it's a full-blown grown-up who can have fun in life, like for real, because they don't have a sensitive ego that turns and twists their nose and either suppresses it or pretends it. Like, there's just so many ways I can explain this. Basically, it's people not being able to be themselves, but this is where it's because they're not aware of their implicit memory stuff their emotions their their charge state is what i'm saying so i'm gonna again use me as as the example because between sad guru and uh, psych educators uh, that's the only reason you can hear me laughing the way i am because i'm like oh wow wait okay i knew this i knew this i knew that oh wow okay oh whoa so it's really learning that you've embodied something your entire life without even knowing it and doing something that is actual and natural human potential thing that yes yeah, some need a mediator some of us don't need one uh, it's like you know that's where Kali comes in whenever I hear any psychoeducator saying you need one uh, no actually I don't I didn't and in fact to this day I don't need you for knowing that I have a subjective reality because I actually do know I have an ego like that's the whole point hello my name's Maria <laughs> like I've told any person that knows me I don't know what you want from me why am I not okay oh that's fine you know so long story short it's really about being able to be flawed and imperfect very easily i'll state it again easily like teenager it's normal it's not as easy because you're a teenager then you move into grown-up land and for me it's easy i I do recognize things to my loved ones when they point out to me where no no wait maria but that ah okay thank you i didn't see that Uh, i was not assuming to know them and their thoughts or their feelings or whatever they're i can't i i I can have all the clears i want i i can't read your mind i won't want to 
to read your mind actually because that's your space i will keep your privacy <laughs> private i don't want to be in it um when he's talking said guru about the way to become this uh tapping into i forget again this this phrase he uses he says uh, wake up every morning look up to the sun and thank it because you're alive again and nothing's shattered the earth you know which is an actual thing so here those of us who are connected to pure consciousness we don't need that <laughs> we actually know that every day of our lives uh, you know so here's why i get called a worry ward or too serious or too whatever uh, it's because i'm actually completely aware of the fact that i could die at any minute i learned to be a grown-up with that knowledge is what happened so here's this the story is i was i don't know if i was eight or ten forget when it was that this last moment where i woke up i was i would wake up from sleeping and i'd be so sad because i was like if seth is like this then it means i'll forget everybody i won't remember anyone anything you know obviously it comforted me to think about heaven but i knew it's still created we don't know it until we die we still don't know like my gut isn't bullshitting myself you know so here's why the faith has nothing to do with soulless because there was no soulless unless you are again lying to yourself which only happens when you deny your gut feeling to yourself which again for some people they don't have an option they are tuned out from their body for those situations of abuse and neglect that more people than not have Uh, it's just a lot of people have these wounded attachments they don't have any idea and you can see it in their relationships drama land is tv land for a reason so again i'm unworthy they're unworthy i mean it's for us it's going to keep being a sob story it's always been a sob story because you're not physically dying on the floor but now that i know from the psychoeducator's perspective what it means for their body i'm like oh okay and what it means for their mind ah okay so this is what it means to be unconscious it has nothing to do with the devil or you know some shit that you want to talk about it has everything to do with they actually physically are in a state of fear which is explained so our lovely animal kingdom that people love talking about it's explained why a person will be in biological rudeness once stephen porges has enough of his empirical data that empirical data people can say it's proven that's where everybody ah, they'll all jump on the bandwagon you already hear them by the way the lovely people who call each other names and are using the whole mindfulness meditation attachment trauma but they're not actually growing compassionate towards each other they're just growing more asshole-ish towards each other it is very fascinating in fact a future episode the 30th you'll hear something not now but and i want to keep this one short because you guys got a couple other episodes on today anyways so um the point was i was eight or nine i've shared this before and i was going to make this a table talk but we have one tomorrow so um eight or nine waking up and very sad knowing that yeah of course i have faith but still the reality is i I don't know what's going to happen and and the reality is it's not because of an attachment in the sense of i have to keep my identity because whenever i've shared these topics with people they they talk about it in a way of oh well it's because you want to stay yourself no it's, it's not about me the person per se it's the moments and the and the memories and and being conscious it's being alive so like here's when you're aware of life as a gift but it's not because of social orienting emotions so yes i was raised with catholicism i was raised with jesus and god and so i had something that i could appeal to but the feeling went beyond this is why it was easy for me to tell god 
don't come down to me and tell me anything because i ain't gonna listen to you one unless i say so two hey god there's no evil thank you for i don't know what these people are doing so it was not hard for me and that whole thing of guilt it wasn't hard to know where it came from yeah i wasn't ashamed of what i say i know i'm right and whatever that is i don't know what they're talking about because they obviously clearly don't know omnipotent what it means if they did then they'd shut the fuck up and they'd know that god is omnipotent so it means whatever's happening is meant to happen so here's where it's like oh, i don't think i don't need to think about this i actually have it very clear and thank you psychoeducators so the part about best life all these things when i came to learn more and more still the human condition doesn't that it didn't change how i could feel about what i know which is if tomorrow i die i've died and i don't know what's going to happen <laughs> it does not answer anything the feeling it doesn't say anything either it's a feeling that is naturally there because i live so when you break down things mathematically why do we get sad well let's think about it why do we get mad why so the emotion doesn't need the social orienting for a person who's in their pure full consciousness because what we think and feel we know why it's coming up because we explore the emotion without judging it so we don't say oh i'm sad that's so pissy oh. no when we do when i realized i was judging emotions because society had taught me to look at happiness as good and sad as bad I was like this is fucked up i've just been doubling down on my emotion for no reason except for thinking of this in two ways which makes by the way no sense <laughs> oh but wait a minute i forgot that's how people like to talk in duality terms you know and, and i started to move more into that neutrality and you guys remember we've been started to look at text and that duality but again only those who get to tap into their pure consciousness this way so they move beyond social orienting their tainted glasses for us every time we're moving beyond it's a more and more exhilarating ride and if in fact what leads us to be who we are which is just this thing called a person because i'm going to use the word i'm a human being i'm a conscious human being yes it's called secondary consciousness i am aware that i live and that i will die and that i don't know what's after death and i'm aware of all the other subject matter experts and mythologies and stories and yada yada you know so all of these things that's why we're in mahasamadhi fyi because we don't identify not any of these are truths to us they're all pieces of information and they equally have value <laughs> so here's where they don't cancel each other out the only people who cancel information out are the same people who have these little they're called like you know when the horses have those things on so they don't get scared because of the way horse yeah this is what it's called so we can see all the way around our head and then in that empty space called void and not be scared because it ain't scary it's the actuality like hello did you not know that we don't know everything and so long story short though i'm digressing this example of when i would wake up I remember clearly because of the importance that all my loved ones are to me and it's not because they have to stay alive I've lost loved ones uh, it's the moments we get to live and so here's where free will is everything we know always so we don't stand in the face of anybody who's making choices doesn't matter what protector lens they have on or not on love is all things love never judges and love doesn't obstruct free will 5dc person in the enlightenment soul age group has done this their entire life but one thing that we are aware of we grow up with that awareness is the fact that we still don't like the idea of not being able to 
take those moments with us because we cherish them so much but we also know about the attachment to it of course and so we know about the reason for why one would stay um, in a place of emotional charge with something like that and here's why we don't sit in a critic of anything we sit in what is the truth we're a person it's not suffering it's a person who has moments of life that they like and enjoy and that therefore they're going to uh, think about if they have to think about this part of death where there is no real answer it's going to bring up feelings and so you know when you're in the part of it's personal and so you're thinking of it as the person not with the wisdom of all that is all so in you know you could say the whole just it is what it is without caring quote unquote um when you are in the state of personal it's like every day of your life you're like wow these are all amazing moments these are all amazing things and you know they won't be repeated fact for people who are and were in this spectrum as they grew up every one of those days you can bet that every day of my life i'm like i'm not going to be able to repeat this again i'm only going to be eight once i'm only going to be nine once i'm only going to be ten once you know and um, the more you move forward the more you really see that you're always the constant you but you move through those ages and see here's why we don't change because we don't have a different way of thinking or feeling about our life we just grow to love our life more i'm going to take a sip of coffee but um the part that makes us sad sometimes is where you miss out on certain moments because so here's where we also know that's egoic by the way but because other people they don't grow up alongside with you right so when we um loved ones that kind of move into different directions and um, we can look back and just see what the potential you know it's it's one of those things so we know we're experiencing in the here and now something that isn't part of the here and now it's a past moment okay and you know it's not a part of your present but you can see how it can unfold so here's where you spend time potentially past present or future well, present not so much because if if you're in the present you're in the here now but future you can be in the future so for those of us here again we don't tend to spend too much time but if we find ourselves contemplating we're not gonna be like oh don't contemplate you know we know it's part of life and actually that's why we love our imagination and we love our own ability to sit within our thoughts and feelings because there's nothing sad about them there's nothing there's nothing that brings our body into state of unease that's the part so we have all of those emotions that can have been a part of an equation right sadness anger but we see it as the experience and so our body is not in the temporal junction our body is not in a fight flight or freeze our body is in a i'm curious it's ventral vagal it's safe it's social it's okay to be in emotions and it's okay to be in thoughts and feelings so we're sitting in it with the awareness of if there's any charge where it's from what it's from yada yada yada. that's the part and we just cherish every moment of life and that doesn't ever go away what we are able to do in time is to be able and know that um being in the equanimity spectrum so shiva and kali with krishna lila 
is the, the opportunity that we're being given and so while we're in our thoughts our feelings our emotions i'm thinking of moments of life and time we get to enjoy them and so it's kind of like if you're on you know a sailing boat and it's nice and smooth water i always use the water because the water is very deep and there's the subconscious and and really a beautiful sunny day i love the water the ocean specifically and i love sun and a very warm climate by the way not cold <laughs> don't bring me to the mountains please so um that's where you know for a body that likes to be at ease they don't want to be in rigid so no mountains are not cool for a body uh, obviously understand sweltering heat isn't either that there's that sweet spot right so the sweet spot stuff is what we're talking about um and the part about death we don't actually keep those belief systems we are aware of them moving along and what that means is we grow up with the knowledge it's not a dilemma it's a natural aspect that our brain can think of because we have secondary consciousness so it's like mathematics to a person who's pure consciousness in their enlightenment soul age group to have any moment and we're not here to uh, live a life without our loved ones or without interacting uh, we're also not here to tell other people what, what to do with their life so once you can understand that suffering is part of those who stay in their bubble and that would be that they're not mindfully aware of their own body there are reasons for it but again the psychoeducators are doing a really great job at explaining attachment and trauma and somatic experiencing and somatic everything sensory motor so there's answers that actually provide solutions to all people of how they can feel alive in their body and it also tells them why sometimes they can be confused and that's also something important the suffering like with my attachment style friend i gave them all the information that mentally speaking can support them that they don't um venture off into it it's because they chose their protector lenses story which is also explainable because they're not in mindful awareness so they don't feel that they have anything to do with that story and with that suffering really it's not the story it's the part of how the body feels that they don't have awareness that they have power over it because they're not looking at it that way from i have a nervous system and a brain they're looking at it from a storyline but for those of us that instead we are connected again with this akash this pure consciousness it's not because we are gifted we're not gifted we are aware of our body and we're aware of us being able to with our brain this thinking thing here physical sensation so we don't have a disconnect our mind and body stays connected that part i'll save so we are able to stay connected and feel our physical sensations and furthermore we're able to have a mindful awareness of our brain so we're able to sit with the physical sensations which are those emotions and immediately notice those social orienting emotions and we don't go into shame and we know it's a tainted thingy and we look at our thoughts and feelings and we look at our what we're doing what we're dealing with so at eight when i would wake up i knew what the fear and the sadness was about i didn't need somebody to tell me 
and I as I grew up was able to move into acceptance and then with my lovely over soul pieces my mother and sisters and my family and my friends and all people was able to continue accepting the fact that um, we create moments together what does this mean means that we don't get to choose who wants to spend time with us or not and i'm putting it in this way because this is where when you actually know that every day you could die because you're aware of this this is what i'm trying to express this is the specials for this part every day you wake up knowing you could have died and one of your loved ones could have died and so every day you want to your your urge to quote unquote this is the part where we learn to accept that we don't do this pure consciousness from the feminine with their own masculine okay because again we're not doing shame we don't want to reach out because we're anxious <laughs> or insecure it's not an attachment wound no no we actually know that i could die this very instant and somebody i love could physically die and i will not have been able to say i love you and it's about the i have not been able to say i love you moment it's not about the i need to attach to you because i need to know you're always there it's a very different experience from your what you're contemplating and so you learn again in time i learned and i think i was in my early 20s probably when my frontal lobes finished developing was it probably no 23 forget 20 22 23 where i actually that was when i completely accepted this this part about not being able to always do this there's different reasons why this actually took place in my awareness and it doesn't mean i was yay you know no actually <laughs> not even remotely but it was something as a grown-up that you understand because time you know there's only those 24 hours again people work people do things so it's normal plus it's not that if you don't say i love you you don't know it right and so here's why there is no attachment again it's the knowing that every day you have only 24 hours tick tock tick tock tick tock so from the age of 24 right now i'm 43 you can say that in years and years and years i actually in fact am somebody who is not sharing what i would do when i was a child and a teenager right and so because of learning how we all have different times and here's where silence is a very beautiful thing to have when you are people who unconditionally love each other and you're always in each other's lives you don't need to talk to share that you love and this is where one of those aspects of your own ability to be in the enlightenmental age group does come from but it's not because we suffered from this this is a difference we don't have i didn't have suffering what i had was awareness of me an awareness of myself an awareness of being a person and actually here's the part of awareness that i am the one who has the relationship with those moments the depth of those moments and and the depth of those moments because of the awareness that today could be my physical actual last day of my life so learning to sit with that is where i thank all of my loved ones for that and the only moment where i was if you will brought to the same visibility and i've shared with you the story but I'm, i want to try and share it differently but 
I was shared something specific that brought me to remember this very relationship that me Maria has with the fact that we don't remember it so again I still don't like it I accept it but (laughs) I'm not fond of it at all (laughs) but I understand it on all the spectrums so long story short though when this moment arose and it's the only time it's ever arose you know in my life and I know for a fact that it will be the only time that and so here's where when you know you know right but as this moment arose in my in my mind so this contemplation i had the ability to see the gift that i was being gifted because when you know how deeply you are as a person and so again we don't have control of our 24 hours (laughs) not even remotely meaning we have control over what we get to do but it's the mundane but the part about living or dying right so the the loved ones we don't have actual anything with that um and i was yeah i was gifted something special so something that others would deem is something being taken away in that moment i saw the gift that i was given and i don't want to describe it fully but again it relates the aspects of having to accept that in our life moments can be lived or not and that we don't get to pick when our loved ones they stay or they go right and in this case to be able and not uh, have to relate to each other while other people who depend on each other to feel love right to think that there's a bond to that separation consciousness for this pure consciousness that is embodied by a person we're like no actually sometimes we'd say we have been given a gift because the love and the bond and everything else that doesn't change it's always there because we don't know separation being gifted is something unique to every one of us and so there can be again different moments where you'll be in a state of ease and neutrality and zero land with the time that goes by right and that you get to only do certain things but not other things and then there's moments where you'll be like oh but you know actually those same aspects that you looked at in one way you look at the other way and you're like well actually no it's better this way so you sit with the two potentials that aren't even there anyways because again it's time that moves forward and moments that you can't spend because everybody has their list of what must be done and it's not that it must be done but there's a mundane that we all experience we all live so besides the fact of um, people and how they can learn to grow old together or not we also have the part about how you can use your time or not and so again it's, it's a very special relationship for those of us who do wake up every day knowing today's my 24 hours and then being able to one your loved ones obviously whether you are in contact or not that's the part the gift is being able to know that there's a connectedness which is why clairs for those of us who have it make everything that much more special uh, because you get to actually keep on having connectedness and we don't feel it's a burden in any way shape or form 
at all because they're, they're, our loved ones are burdens. Energy is not a burden. <laughs> Emotions are burdens. So even when we were in the like the focal, like I remember when I was uh, more, my clairs were all coming together like more and more, right? So that's where with the whole twin flame, soulmates, and these things. So when it was the biggest uh, moment of them, definitely I got to live the depth of emotion in a way that I didn't even know a body could hold. But even here, I was like, well, duh, you're a person who loves deeply, Krishna Leela. So did you expect that you would not be able to feel deeply? You know, you kind of don't have, it's either you feel or you don't feel. (laughs) Which one is it? And so here's where those physical sensations, we don't be like, oh, I'm so scared. No, we're like, oh, okay, bring it on. It's, it's amazing. I'm alive. I'm living. And with Claire's, there's also the deep knowing this is part of that expansion. So, of course, if we are connected and this is that global network, then, you know, again, it's a beautiful gift because we get to be a part of each other's lives not a burden we don't suffer for people the sadness is different it's uh, because of knowing that some people are locked in suffering they have a way out but they don't see it so you know like with my friend doesn't make me happy again we're going to be in contact but they've chosen to um, distance because of me not being able to meet obviously their needs which is normal that's where i always fingers crossed hopefully find the person and or people that can meet their needs so as time moves forward for us we grow more and more aware of that fact that we are always in flow state enlightenment so age group person doesn't doubt who they are and we actually don't look to the outside to tell us how to lead our life one of the biggest things is when we're in our imagination we don't feel we're wasting time even if sometimes we could we know that it's not true because every time we're contemplating something we're expanding our consciousness and this reminds me, yeah, because I saw this, these many 4D people, they, and just even 3D, and just any other soul age group, any person, excuse me, that has social orienting emotions, so they may not call it shame, but basically they live based on ideology, belief systems, yada, yada, yada. Like, so anytime I see somebody correcting themselves, sort of saying, and I know I use words too, but I always try to let you in on the fact that we're all our own self we have to use words but the reality is uh, we don't adjust how we think or feel or explore our physical sensations based on the external external that's why Mahasamadhi gives us information that we use to do what we're already doing and so it's different we in fact don't have to correct course at all we know where we're headed we choose consciously so conscious a pure consciousness human being which is that feminine with their own masculine and that enlightenment so age group person we don't look at anything as telling us what's the right way we're the right way maybe you didn't get the memo and <laughs> we don't say it the same way some people i love some of my friends we actually tease on that because um it's become clear that we know we're right we just don't have to say it so we tease on the whole right wrong and that's where when you can tease like that it's just hilarious but that's the beauty of finding people that are empowered it's like okay we all know that we come from somewhere and when you do know and you take ownership of it so back to this special so that i can close it out but um the part about having 24 hours and being able to cherish our loved ones even without speaking to them or interacting with them 
is beautiful the depth of knowing of the fact that there's shiva so no thing darkness it's not scary it's something that we so i've known and accepted and worked through this my entire life pretty much and again by the time i was 22-ish that's where i was like okay this is a done deal you know it just is so you your depths are your depths that's how you experience life that's how you feel life but life has an equation to it and i mean the mundane and that's really just what it is it's not something that is a pretend <laughs> this is why i laugh when i think of people who they don't move into and i don't laugh because it's funny because it really isn't um it's just sad when i see people don't that they don't grow up uh but then again uh their reality it's theirs um the suffering they don't need to be in that that's the part at a certain point you can learn how to manage it and then you can learn to grow out of it uh, the ones who stay in it they they're the ones who you know they just create a bunch of different scenarios for themselves long story short though enough about them <laughs> and more for us the adventurers of this life this is the beauty so time is precious and there are moments where we'll be sad for things that we know did not meaning like they actually won't and have not for that past right but they have they don't exist which is why we also don't spend too much time so they don't exist at all and they don't exist because we do not and cannot <laughs> for some people they think they can obstruct free will it's an illusion you can't so free will is the choice of the individuals every day when they wake up there with their mundane and every day they get to choose how to spend their time and who to spend their time with and what to spend their time on and so you know we're we're uh, aware of this so there are things that cannot because they have not and they will not take place because the past does not present itself again and for as much as people this is why time and space don't exist for those of us in flow what it means is that we're not sitting here thinking of oh when i was 12 this didn't happen oh when i was 40 this didn't no it didn't happen period <laughs> it's not even it's not even part of reality that's the point it's an imagination because if it had happened it would have had happened you know so it's uh why we can't uh, sit in it too much but we'll we'll acknowledge it when it comes up the things that could have been and that are not and did not and will not they do not exist at all because not only are you looking at it from here now to yesterday tomorrow is a different day so you're never actually at a loss for who you are and we're never in regret for that reason because it, the past does not exist anymore and so even if i'm thinking about something that i in my brain can imagine it's not reality and it does not exist and it will not exist and uh, nothing in fact can change the past what does take transformation and people that's why metaphysics is a terrorism they miss out on some of the parts when they're explaining something without adding the human component the human component is our attachment wounds our charge states okay the psychoeducation stuff the trauma informed and somatic informed education that i will share now so um when you 
so when i think of my eight-year-old self in that moment which is the last imprint that's not only an explicit memory but it's my actual relationship with that evaluation that took place and today as a grown-up i can understand it and i'm living that path i can live it or let's say there was still a charge state so there are things that i've lived through in the past with the reiki you guys know that the distance healing i actually do that as well where we clear things but here's where it's in one's own um it's it's not only imagination it's in the mind this is where we talked about healing those three uh elements witnessing corrective experience and then releasing and transferring the energy or releasing and transformation so with the reiki and with the visualization with being able to do this with people when they do want that for myself all on my own i don't actually uh, need to have a mediator right so here's where nobody actually does but it's the part about looking at one's own thoughts and feelings and the physical energy for us it's not a burden it's an emotion and it is part of a reasoning so right here's where the eight-year-old self is still who i am today the difference is i'm able to be a grown-up with that concept and that's because in time i got to be more of a grown-up with it why because the emotions they get to be brought to a ventral vagal system state mindful awareness mind sight all these words again i use them but the reality is that love oxytocin gene hormone comes because i get to be compassionate in my own body because as i'm thinking and feeling i'm letting my implicit memory the physical sensations that come up be there knowing they're there for a reason an eight-year-old is not going to be happy to wake up from you know because that's where i remember my niece and nephew at a certain age crying about death so it's something that you become more aware of period and in fact the, this is where the seven eight is where we stop accumulating that trauma because we move out of theta to our other brainwave states so if you want we can always see how we move into territory and become more conscious and evolve and if you become an actual adult with yourself your emotions move alongside so when you have secure attachment and you move beyond that and you become your differentiated self here's why it's not attachment or entanglement with suffering which is different for those who have instead those social orienting emotions they have anxious and or insecure attachments so they have unresolved trauma and they have attachment and their panic feeling is not something they see they're in the bubble and so they will use the panic feeling and then they uh, engage and that's why what i described to you can be seen from those who live it with panic as somebody who's in an anxious for example okay and and here's where we actually don't try to create any differentiation between what people want to tell us we are or we aren't but what i really wanted to dedicate this episode to was the fact that for the enlightenment soul age with person every day of our life is lived with more richness and aspects that we know are not that we do cherish because of specifics that i'm not getting into right now we'll be able to cherish those without them being ever in existence and with actually knowing what gifts we've been given thanks to our own free will right and our own ability to sit within our thoughts and feelings and our physical sensations and acknowledge our humanness 
which is of course I love my loved ones and don't like the idea of any of them passing away of course I don't have any control over any of this and so of course I'm going to be potentially uncomfortable and or unhappy about it I don't need to spend too much time in what I've gathered and understood and that's actually also why we don't really spend too much time in it it's a fleeting thought it's a fleeting moment and it's already well I already evaluated that at eight (laughs) so there you go you know it's stuff like that Um, and I made my conscious choosing at 24 whatever 22 of how I can keep moving forward with this and in fact if we need to look about timelines I'd say that from the acceptance of that as a grown-up 22-ish up till I don't even know but very shortly lived the part of really like settling into it because you know life gets into uh, life and that's all uh, really we don't do rumination that's the part we don't sit with thoughts that we've evaluated the one once you've evaluated your thoughts and emotions and your feelings and even though feelings and thoughts they say they go in one but for those of us who are always in flow we are always releasing so that's also why our personality and who we are doesn't burden us we love to be ourselves we accept ourselves so i accept for example the depth of emotions that i have in fact to this day whenever a person enters my life i say you know i'm forever you know i'm a pain in the ass you know this means i'm going to check in you know that you know and i make sure they know all of my flaws (laughs) then i obviously though respect how they choose to manage that time so it's very easy for us to um to mold in uh in a way that allows different types of states of consciousness people and attach themselves to be so it's a a very beautiful thing time Uh, when you cherish it from the depths of you and this is with all the emotions no suffering though it's with the knowledge you got 24 hours and we get to actually live it even more deeply with those clairs i may add and with the relationship with this uh, amazing akash so channeling guidance and uh, when i do tarot or akashic record readings you know being able to work with people who are in these fields because their personal development is what is the priority but they actually also have relationships with these areas it's beautiful this is really awesome because you know players are part of our journey so when you are heard and seen by people who love you yeah it's just something special when they listen in a way of being curious about your experience and not in a way of um basically belittling or judging or gossiping you know like when people have basically um, not taken seriously because their belief system is different Uh, so it's always something we'll notice but it's not a good or bad thing it just means we know we won't share that part of our life because they don't get it if they got it they would know that we're not they wouldn't belittle it it wouldn't be something futile it would be something they actually would um, take seriously and not because it's serious but again it's a part of our actual everyday in a way that we don't we don't choose not that it's again bad but we don't choose to have clairs we understand the 5dc person that it's it's a relationship that we have with the with life because akash is energy and 
uh, empty space and all that so we understand also again those who don't believe it's uh, not a big deal <laughs> it is what it is but um thank you for celebrating this day with me thank you for tuning in to this one too for those of you who tuned in to all of them i hope you have a wonderful day 